rid yourself of the thoughts and words of other people, Mary. Find your own voice. Next time you run off to read ghost stories, take me with you. The real-life Mary Shelley was remarkable for many reasons. The daughter of famously free-thinking writers Mary Wollstonecraft and William Godwin, she eloped with the well-known poet and rake Percy Bysshe Shelley while still in her teens. But Mary Shelley is most famous as the writer of one of the great horror novels, Frankenstein. Don't you recognise Victor Frankenstein? This is no ghost story. It chilled me to the bone. You must get your story published, Mary. The young Mary, Mary Godwin at the time, is played by American star on the rise Elle Fanning. She was in The Beguiled last year. And she's supported by other strong young actresses to watch, including Belle Powley, one of the best things in a comedy romp called A Royal Night Out a couple of years ago, and Game of Thrones' Maisie Williams. I feel a frustration, a constant whisper that I am no closer to achieving my dreams. I miss that. That's Shelley. Beautiful, isn't he? The male co-stars seem to suffer by comparison, despite Douglas Booth and Tom Sturridge threatening to be prettier than the ladies, playing shallow, glam-rock versions of, respectively, Shelley and Lord Byron. Just how old are you, then? Old enough to know why you are asking. I'm 16. When I met you, I felt alive. Come away with me. Are you really involved with that whoremonger? I have a fire in my soul, and I will no longer allow you or anyone else to contain it. Shelley meets Mary at an uncle's stately home, and they chat about literature, which back in the early 1800s seems to have been the equivalent of pop music. Certainly Shelley is treated like a rock star everywhere he goes, and Mary finds herself strangely drawn to him. Are you a writer yourself? Nothing substantial. And what, may I ask, would you constitute as substantial? Anything that curdles the blood and quickens the beatings of the heart. Meanwhile, her half-sister Claire, played by Belle Powley, has struck up an acquaintance with an even bigger rock star, Lord Byron, heavily made up and looking like a member of Duran Duran. He invites Claire, Mary and Percy to Geneva for fun and free thinking on the continent. We've been invited to Geneva by Lord Byron. Would you like to join me in the parlour, Miss Goldwyn? I have no quarrel with you becoming lovers. Do you wish to be with someone else? One question that's left slightly open in Mary Shelley is how much of a living you could make from your pen at the time. Certainly Byron, Shelley and the slightly older Coleridge were household names and cashed in on their glamour with a string of impressionable young women. What is life if it doesn't have love? It's called The Nightmare. There were other forms of literature, of course. Mary devoured gothic novels and ghost stories, while her father wrote learned essays from the back of his struggling bookshop. But it seemed the most common source of income among the literary set was wealthy parents. What do you mean? But you're already married. We love each other. I don't need to be married. I told you your warped ideals would come back to haunt us. Mrs Godwin, please. We are only living by your beliefs. Mary runs off with Shelley despite discovering late in the day that he's already married with a six-year-old daughter. 
But Mary becomes disillusioned with the bohemian lifestyle, particularly when Shelley suggests a more open relationship. I no longer see the world and its works as they before appeared to me, and men appear to me as monsters. All this rigmarole is clearly intended to point out that Mary Shelley's greatest hit is not the mere blood-curdler we've become used to after a century of horror B-movies about Baron Frankenstein and his monstrous creation. As much as anything, it's a novel about abandonment, and the point that director and writer Haifa Al-Mansur wants to make is that only a woman could have written it. I've never read such a perfect encapsulation of what it feels to be abandoned. I seethed with your monster's rage. It lasted for his revenge. Because it was my own. Despite its best intentions, Mary Shelley does clunk a little when it's attempting to suggest how relevant the story is today. I was more interested in how young everyone was at the time of the famous night in Geneva when the ghost story competition was suggested. We are each to write a ghost story. It's a competition. The woman is not intelligent enough to form ideas of her own. What's wrong with you? You, Miss Godwin, have the chance to prove me wrong. Byron and Shelley were in their early 20s at the height of their fame, while Mary was barely that. But apart from reflecting that, there's not enough for the actors to do, aside from Elle Fanning. And frankly, some of the other actors aren't up to what's required of them. My lord, it is an honour. There is a smile hidden inside of you, I can see it. And I hope that before long, I can coax it outside again. <laughs> Certainly, any parallels between the burgeoning feminism of the time and the position of women today are a bit of a stretch. And it's hard to care enough about these characters to make that effort. In short, a bit of a waste. If I had not learned to fight through the anguish, I would not have found this voice. My choice has made me who I am, and I regret nothing.